All right, welcome back. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Welton's. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Yeah. Whew, I'm a little rusty. Yeah. All the all, we must have taken a few weeks off during the holidays there. Mm-hmm. Me and the soundboard aren't getting along very well. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, off the air, we were talking about Stevie Nicks, and it was kind of a contentious discussion. It wasn't contentious. No? No, it was just... just felt agitated. Just, just the thing. We, we, uh, Cora and I were having a conversation, and there was confusion because we both lamented that was like when there's a song that was coming on so anyway it was you know after the football games on then they were advertising for all the new year mm-hmm. ball drop mm-hmm. television shows and i was glad that i was like oh man one of them's going to be a nashville uh, new year so i wanted to watch that and then there was the host who sang that song yeah with a group or i don't know if it was a house band i couldn't tell who it was I'd- but couldn't tell either yeah but anyway they, they they were singing it and when i when it was first coming on i said oh yeah that's a that's a stevie nicks song and then the woman was starting to sing it and then i was like no that's a that's a tom petty song and cora you said no that's uh did you say almond brothers or something what'd you say no <laughs> said stevie nicks uh, you said stevie nicks <laughs> and then i said no i said stevie nicks with tom Pe- well, I think I said Bob Dylan, but Bob the, but, Dylan, but, but yeah, <laughs> Bob Dylan. yeah. And I said, yeah, I said that's where I was. I was like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then I said, no, it's a hundred percent. It's Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty, hundred percent. And then the guy sang. But what I didn't like was how she just over sang it. I was like, I mean, if I were doing her, her imitation, it would be um, laughable. <laughs> And and I, I just didn't think it was uh, that part was good, but the other entertainment was, was terrific. Yeah, and I thought they did great. What I loved about the Nash, I think it was what Nashville Big Bash, Nashville yeah, Nash- New Year's Bash. Big Bash or something. Yeah, I loved, and I, I kept thinking about the production folks because they were going to different right. facilities, right. and they had different mm-hmm. stages set up. So the assumption is some of it might have been pre-recorded, but yeah. some of it was probably live. But right. it wasn't all one stage. Correct. So having done many musical events, the turnover and then the camera setting, yeah. to, I was like, oh, they probably really like they're having a good time because it's not. I mean, sure, it's still on a timetable. Yeah, but they got to really kind of showcase and, and feature some really cool music and some good spots throughout Nashville. Of those spots have you been to? I've been to a few. Yeah, there was um, there was one that I didn't even know about, which that you know it's been a while since I've been in the Nashville realm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it was pretty cool. The hard part is when you go to Nashville and then you go to those spots. You know, one building might have four rooms where there's music going, and so ultimately you end up in the room that there's space. Yeah. And and my guess is that they were using the prime location for those for the show, and therefore that may not have been the exact location, but that that I'd been in. But I was like, I think we went in that one. I think we went in that one. I think we went in that one. But uh, but overall, uh. My biggest surprise, and I wanted to see him, was Hardy. 
Mm. Did was you? he on? Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't see that one. We were talking about him because we were wa- we had watched the Morgan Wallen yeah, performance. Yeah, he did great. And then um, Post Malone posture, was on the New York one, so mm-hmm. we like went back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, well, I wonder if Hardy's playing because they did that um, trio mashup at mm-hmm. the awards um, ceremony. So yeah. um, we didn't see him, though. Yeah. Hardy did good. I was I was I was actually shocked at how how much of an entertainer he is. Yeah, he did, reminds me of Kid Rock. Did you see their performance? The three of them. Um, I never knew you were a pickup man. That song uh-uh. at the you'll have to look that up on YouTube or something. The, really, they did the three of them did a fantastic job at um, I guess it was the CMAs. Yeah, I knew that yeah. they were doing that because I saw there was a Morgan Wallen. Uh, picture and it was put on Instagram with him, mm-hmm. and so, uh, and he was wearing a cowboy hat in the in the picture. Um, so I knew that that was they had done that, mm-hmm. but I know I haven't heard the song. Well, and what I so we were flipping back and forth between the yeah. Nashville and the New York situation, um, but I don't know if I didn't pay attention to years past. But New York was bouncing between Puerto Rico yeah. and um, L.A., mm-hmm. uh, so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. But then I also thought that's like five o'clock for the yeah. poor L.A. Yeah. folks. Right. I mean, if, if they start dancing and partying now, they'll never make uh, it yeah. to midnight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The last part I'll t- tell you is how how much more engaged the audiences were, but for the Puerto Rico much more the audiences were engaged in the Nash Nashville stuff than the other. I mean, the other people in New York city, they were playing songs and stuff. And I'm like, there's not a single person singing it. Cause a, I don't even know the song. And then I have my kids in my house and I'm like, have you heard the song? And they're like, Nope. Yeah. Well, um, don't you think too, that the New York audience, they're there to see the ball, right? They're there for the, like all of the ball drop and all of the confetti. Mm, right. The entertainment is is probably second yeah. you know, fiddle to what they're there, and they and they know that they've probably been standing there for days to get whatever spot to be able to see something. I yeah. don't know how it all works, but it just seems like that would be. You know, you'd have to really want to see that crystal ball drop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be at New York. Yeah, but the Nashville folks were really engaged. Yeah, and you know, New York. I've seen. I think it was last year. It was raining. In yeah. in New York, I, I mean, well, of course, I'm just an old fuddy duddy. But. but we could have been in a bar in Nashville listening yeah, to music exactly. and yeah. having having a great time, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we should so. do our own uh, New River Valley situation. Ooh, yeah, ball drop here in the in the yeah. New River Valley or some sort of a drop. Yeah, because in fun. South Carolina they did a flip flop drop. Well, I know what we could do, so. Keith. We could do a um, a hot dog on a hot wheel track off the bridge drop they could do that yeah that seems like a lot it does but it it would be worth it and if you're wondering what the heck is that guy talking about uh, you're gonna post that on facebook post that on facebook (laughs) there you go good one (laughs) good one oh well i do have something uh in mind for this segment sure kind of a, a short financial piece uh this comes out of a magazine called financial planning and uh, they have finally released the information on Social Security's COLA adjustment mm-hmm. for 2024. Keith, you want to tell people what COLA means? Cost of living adjustment. I have no idea what it is for 2024. Do you want to guess? I guess it's got to have a three in front of it. Yeah. Probably 3.4, 3.2. Very good. 3.2. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Very, very good guess. Not such a good number. <laughs> So I think at the end of the year, 3.2 is maybe where they said it ended the last quarter, but that's not where yeah, exactly where it was all year long. That's exactly right. 
So um, if you are a retiree and you are waiting for that COLA adjustment and you do that on an annual basis, uh, you'll know that it probably doesn't typically keep up, uh, keep pace with inflation, not real inflation. Of course, there's been debate for years uh, about the government's inflation numbers and whether they're accurate or not. And uh, I, I suspect that as you get to a place where you're really relying on a on a fixed income and you're really relying on the government for that fixed income, your your ability to make adjustments within that basket of goods has already it's mm-hmm. already gone. So yep. you're stuck kind of so you're suffering the worst of the of the recession or the of the uh, inflation mm-hmm. and uh, so a, a number of things here in this article talks about uh, the senior citizens league um, they indicate that they've done some research two-thirds of American retirees have seen their expenses rise by about 10 percent Right. In 2023. And um, they point to a couple things that are r- really disheartening. So the average cost of living adjustment for secure uh, for retirees, recipients of, of Social Security, is going to amount to 50 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the two things that are sort of built into Social Security, uh, not so much one of them built in, but it, but it, effectively it is, um, the cost of Medicare. So the cost of Medicare um, goes up by $9.80 this year. So that takes up a fifth of what you're going to make right there. And then um, <laughs> I love the, the way they say this. As an unintended side effect of the Inflation Reduction Act, Part D, which is the part of Medicare that – well, it's a supplement to Medicare that covers the cost of medications. Um, part D is jumping by an average of 35 percent yeah. in 2024. So effectively, the $50 COLA adjustment is going to be used to take care of health care, and now the cost of everything else is just going to be borne by retirees. Right. Yeah, that's where you go further in the hole. That's Right. And so, and so later in the uh, later in the article, it talks about ways to mitigate the 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 cost, the rising cost of expenses or of uh, goods, and and one of those was to get a job. Yeah, which uh, probably not a lot of retirees are open to doing. Yeah. So yeah, it, it is kind of an interesting situation. Uh, long. A long-standing uh, argument about how the government um, measures inflation, and this is just a, 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 I think, a clear example of how there's a disconnect, and how that adjustment um, is affected by numbers that aren't entirely accurate. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 a huge problem and we can go into how these numbers really when you start to take a shortfall and you compound that over years how large that becomes, but we can also just say 34 trillion dollars as far as the deficit and then people understand it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so with that being said, not a bad first show. No. And uh, I think this year is going to be a good year for AM Hodgepodge. Yeah, absolutely. Excited about it. Yep. All right. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. And uh, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Absolutely. Look forward to a great year 
you're ahead. Absolutely. You've all been listening to Am Hodgepodge. I didn't know it was a lot